Welcome to the punting monologue. Here he comes, Chautauqua, boom! With Benny Clifton. He latches and wins! And Sonny Munn. That is unbelievable! Proudly brought to you by Midbet. Make a game of it. Can he do it? He's flying! Yes! There's history! Hello, g'day and welcome. Aloha to our many Hawaiian listeners. Welcome to the punting monologue brought to you by Midbet. Make a game of it. Benjamin Clifton, how are you this week? Yeah, good, Sonny. Um, I was very excited last week, Friday night, after we got that early winner. And it Keep it to yourself. Quite oh, yeah, that, that yeah. one. <laughs> Mate, we did have a bit of a luck. Oh, we're going to have to make this a recurring theme because uh, I tell you what, last Friday got off to a bloody good start. Last week on the Punting Monologue. <laughs> Mate, we've got a tip for Friday night. Mm-hmm. Talk to me. Where are we going and what are we on? Uh, Mooney Valley in the last. No, well. Ha- Hello World. I think he can win this. He's probably a stakes colt in waiting, so we can get the weekend off to a winning start late on uh, Friday night. My words. Hello World, a neck in front of Russian front. Hello World punched out. Hello World. Hello World, three quarters Russian front, two length signal, then Grace on Vader. Bang, job done, mate. Hello, it's as world. easy as that. Hello, world. Hello, world. Hello, weekend. Mate, how did you start the weekend with a win like that? You would have. You went yeah. golfing, didn't you? Yeah, yeah, I did, and it was really nice uh, after we played nine on the uh, Friday at Yarrawonga to kick home that winner, but um, it turned a bit pear-shaped. Nah, after, uh, look, I wouldn't worry about that, just, mate. Let's just, just focus well on, on the, the Friday. Now, we can talk about all of that, mate, and all of your analysis is, as always, up on mintsports.com.au. That's dot .au, not uh, you. That's every Monday. That's how I sounded last Monday. Every Monday, Benny's Racing Analysis and Review is going to be up there. Mate, where are we off to this week? Caulfield. We're back at Caulfield. Rail True. Weather fine. Uh, no excuses to not get some winners on Saturday. But it is a pretty tough card. There's some tricky little fields. There's some big fields that... Uh, I've got a bit of depth, but uh, a bit of depth, but um, I think we can find some winners. Oh, as long as you're not using excuses, mate. Losers make excuses. Winners go home and root the prom queen. I'm paraphrasing. <laughs> I don't think he said root. Hey, mate, exciting news. We may or may not have a new segment. Ka-ching! It's Benny Clifton's Group 1 Strategy. Oh, equally sleazy, but this time a little more vague Group 1 Strategy. Naming committee spend long on that one, Ben? Uh, I think uh, our producer might have uh, came up with that one. Okay, I like it. You know what, it's good because I think the way we're going to run this is every single group one for the entire year, and it's a leap year, so we might squeeze a couple more in. We're going to cover it here, and it's all going to be under your group one strategy. It also implies that you can give me the strategy and you don't necessarily be have to be gambling on it. Exactly, yeah. So it's yeah, a bit yeah. of an outclaw for you. I making mean, those excuses again. <laughs> It's probably not a race I would normally look go. to bet in, but if uh, you have a if we you know if you have a look at the speed in this race, well, hold the phone. Which race is it? Where, where are we? Race nine. Race nine. Okay, beauty. So there's over fourteen hundred. I'm just going to run through it. You got a pretty short favourite in Mr. Brightside. He's the toppy, and then at six bucks for V8, six fifty Pride of Jenny and Pericles is seven fifty. Sorry to cut you off there, mate. What are no, we thinking? Well, with the speed map, um, we have Buffalo River who likes to go forward and go hard. Pride of Jenny does later in. Campaigns. I'm not sure if they'll go crazy with her up in front. Um, Pericles will probably tuck in behind them, as will um, the favourite, Mr. Brightside. But they'll go pretty quick here, so um, it won't be for the faint-hearted. But um, I think Mr. Brightside, uh, these wait for age stars like Mr. Brightside, just in terms of ratings, have just got two or three lengths on the next rung of horses. And 
Mr. Brightside really fits in that top echelon of horses. Um, you know, we, he ran so well in the Cox Plate, uh, nearly won, won the Cantala. Uh, obviously, he, he, he's barely put a foot wrong for the last couple of seasons and is a real benchmark horse, drawn barrier four. Look, he probably won't be at peak fitness with the targets further down the track, but as I said, they, these horses don't really need to be um, when they've got a couple of ratings points up their sleeve against their rivals. So I think Mr. Brightside's the winner. I'll, I'll be interested to see what Pericles does first up. I think this is a horse who can progress to the level that Mr. Brightside is currently at um, uh, once he sort of hits his peak. But um, I'd prefer to see him uh, first up, and he might take a run or two before he gets to his peak. So uh, I think Mr. Brightside's the winner. Watch on Pericles, and if you have a look at a few of the others, I don't think V8's quite up to this class. He probably has got a fitness edge given he's had one run back already, but um, I think he'll get found out when uh, the whips are cracking with Mr. Brightside. If they're going uh, stride for stride, I'd, I'd uh, be in Mr. Brightside's kind of every day of the week. I like this sound of this, this race, mate, because it sounds like you're having to go at people for not being in their peak fitness and if you're in your peak fitness in February, you haven't had a good crack over Christmas. <laughs> it's a kickoff run for a lot of horses, yeah. you know, and Can't targets blow the further down the track. Off. So. Feb fast has started. Let's get into it. Um, yeah, no, a good, really good race, uh, and it'll give us a good pointer to the rest of the autumn. Sensational. All right, just a reminder, you win some, you lose more this weekend, punters, and it's that time of the week that everyone's been hanging out for. It's Benny's Best Bet. Oh, ka-ching. How come I always feel like I should be covering my face leaving a building at five in the morning when that comes on? <laughs> we accept the kind that jingles. We prefer the kind that folds. Benny's Best is in race three this time around over the mile. That's 1,600 metres in the old money. Another will. It's two bucks. That's your favourite at the minute. Zambagini at eight and 9.50 for Marble Arch. The rest are in double figures. This is all brought to you by Mintbet, as always. Make a game of it. What are we making a game of for your best? Yeah, the market has got this right. Another will is my best bet. Mm -hmm. First up at Sandown on my figures, ranked um, six points, about three and a half lengths um, inside standard for the for that class. So I rated really well first up is what I'm trying to say. Um, up in class here, but it will handle that. Barrier 12, probably the... the the tricky part, but uh, I think Jamie Carr will be positive from that gate and just try and find a spot in the first four or five, and I think he'll be too good. This is a, a, a group class horse. Um, they've taken their time with him. He's a four-year-old. He's only had four starts, but um, he keeps improving every time he races, and um, looks like this campaign is his campaign to really go up another level. So uh, I'm going to be with another wheel on Saturday. I think it'll be awfully hard to beat. Fantastic, mate. Well, it's been sort of one in, one out. In terms of your best, it's been yo-yoing in its performance, so we're due a win. The binary code oh, it'll continues. Be it'll be winning. Oh. There is no doubt about that. Okay, and then can I get a take where you say, gee, we were stiff, just so we can use that next week? No, it'll be winning. Oof, hello, you heard it here first. Uh, complaints Jesus. under the line. Race two, mate, let's go through the card, shall we? Over 2,400 metres, the second race. Our favourite is tied at the minute at the time of recording. It's Oceanic Flash. You can still get arrested underwater for it. Divine, well, I nearly said Poipus. That'd be what you'd be flashing in the ocean. Divine Purpose is also at 460. Chevalier de Fowl at five bucks, if I'm pronouncing that correctly. And Galileus at 650, mate. Are we on one of these? Yeah, it's got a long tail, this race. I, I really narrowed it down to two chances in Divine Purpose and Oceanic Flash. I ended up siding with Divine Purpose. It's coming out of a race at Flemington, won by Aramco, which rated really well. 
It's got a really good platform for this distance now. It's had two runs at the 2,000 metres and gets up to this trip. And I just think that, uh, as I mentioned, that platform is perfect for, for this trip. Maybe another one, this is a, uh, probably a little bit of the sticking point, is the gate. But um, mm. they've got options. It can race forward. It can race back. So um, I'm sure Carlene Heffel will choose the the right way to go. But, um yeah, divine purpose for me. Biggest danger is Oceanic Flash, who I thought was pretty good last start. Um, it was 1,600 metres up to 2,500 metres on that occasion and it's probably better for the run. So it's the main danger to my tip in divine purpose. Geez, haven't you come 180 on Carlene Heffel, mate? You seem um, to be all on board now. What's yeah, going on? I, look, I, I've never been able to catch her. Um, hopefully we catch her on Saturday. But, um, hopefully the field, she, don't. Yeah, she's ridden her fair share of wins. I was critical of her. In the early days, but um, she has won a lot of winners uh, over her career. We've got it on record. Let's move along to race four now, mate. Over 1,400 metres. We're looking at Southport Tycoon, who's just gone under two bucks at the time of recording. Then it's Carbonados at 4.50. Zip away at 6.50. Double figures the rest. Are we on the favourite? And if so... Why? Yeah, we are. Um, it ran a huge figure first up behind V8, who's obviously in the Group 1 All Stakes later on in the card. Um, really well supported in that race. In that, It started $5 and, you know, it had shown glimpses of, of ability last time in and um, it looks like it's really matured and gone to the next level. Damien Lane takes the ride. He's absolutely flying at the moment. 1,400 metres will suit. Looks the winner. I mean, if we have a look at some of the dangers, it is a quite, a, quite a good race. Hey, Fat Cat hey. Um, rated through the roof at sale. Um, one while at Sandown, but goes up to another level altogether here. And probably the horse who's the query in the race is Carbonados. Um, going into its last run, I was big on it. I thought this is going to be the horse of the autumn, and then it just um, absolutely failed, pulled up, pulled up lane, but very hard to back it off that run. So um, Southport Tycoon, I think it's come back in, in really good style. I'd be a bit worried about Carbonados too. That sounds like my guts after a few Carbonaras and some nachos, but... <laughs> Let's not go there. Just imagine what you could be buying instead when you're having a punt this weekend, punters, because you win some, you lose more. Let's go to race seven, mate. It is a sprint over 1,100 metres. Hold on to your hats. Our favourite at 2 bucks 30 is Bold Bastille. That's followed by, here we go, Kuryanagi, for those <laughs> pronouncing at home. That's also followed, oh, it's a stitch up, by Hayasugi. It's one of those states every horse has got an in its name. And at nine bucks, we've got Flattered, and I am flattering to deceive. What do you like, mate? I mean, they're obviously really lightly raced horses here, but I've narrowed it down to two chances because I think there's two horses who've sort of, their, their um, first performances are so far clear of the others. Bulb is still the favourite. Mm -hmm. um, rated really well on debut, showed really good speed. Um, just kept running and, you know, for that class, it ran well inside standard. So Bob still was a real benchmark in this race, worthy favourite. And Barrier 10 won't be any issue because Caulfield, um, 1,100-metre starts quite gentle. They can they can race wide there and it doesn't make have too much of an impact. So Bob still And the other one I want to have something on is Flattered, uh, number five. Okay. It, it ran really well behind Anisa. We saw, saw Anisa, um mm -hmm. last week run well behind a good horse in Coleman. Uh, had a break here, so obviously improved over that break, and I think it'll run well. Um, so those two, I'm, I'm backing those two in, in a race, which might look uh, um, tricky on paper given it's such a big field, but I, I think there's only really two chances. I love it. The patented Benny Clifton. Two-horse play. It's your PBC 2HP, guys. Just think, is this really a bet you want to place? Race 10, mate. Last chance saloon. Another sprint over 1,100. Now we've got blank to blank. 
for those playing Blankety Blanks at home at 3.40, 4.50 for Estrella, and at 7.50 for Amarasira. Anyway, I'm going to roll down here, mate, because I'm excited. You've told me to read out Vivanti. I think you've got the wrong name because it's at 19 bucks. This doesn't stink of Ben Clifton at all. <laughs> nah, it doesn't look... Oh, yeah, you know, I do like to play in the pointy part of the market, but given that... I thought there was queries over the two um, favourites in the uh, in this market, Blank blank to Blank, um, is off a long break, obviously showed a bit of ability, but um, short enough for mine. And Estrial is uh, another one who's off a break. It was probably a little bit disappointing before... Uh, before a spell, but he's a nice horse. But the horse I want to back, obviously, as you mentioned, is Vivanti. Um, showed really good see- speed at Seymour. It was well-backed. Um, they probably went a little bit slow early, but it really sprinted home and just ran away from was eased up late. So um, it is untapped, uh, gets a positive jockey change, had a break, will have improved from that break. And, you know, we're looking at about 20 to 1. Um, yeah. So... Yeah, you can, uh, as they say, you don't have to have have much on at that price. A couple of shekels either way. I'm Vivanti at 19 bucks. I'm loving where your head's at. Now, mate, we've got to have another crack at this. Mr. Friday night himself. The bright lights of Friday really got you tickling into the weekend. It got up last week. Can we have another crack at a Friday night chance? Yes, we can. Bang! Where are we going? Canterbury race five. Are are you going to read the market? Mate, I would love to do that. Let's go. Race five. It's over 1,900 metres, mate. Unusual legacy at 250, 4.20 for the smokers out there. Ring ahoy. Six bucks for Malabar. Not a bad boy at 8.50. And Olympic Theatre at 12. What are we on? Yes, yeah, so I'm obviously with the favourite unusual legacy. Uh-huh. They brought it over from New Zealand. Uh, ran really well first up. Then second up at Newcastle. Um, was really impressive. Ran away from him. Had a nice running behind him and... Um, really ran through the line, goes up a little bit in distance, and this is a horse. You know, this is a pretty weak race. Um, Canterbury Friday night. This is a horse who's going to get to Saturday grade and beyond, I think. Um, as it goes up in distance, unusual legacy, nice horse. Third up should be peaking. Um, awfully, awfully hard to beat. I love the sound of that. 8 p.m. on a Friday, you beauty. It's going to get itself to the Saturday grades. Let's hope it gets us into Saturday in grade A form, mate. You know what time it is. Strap yourself in, punters. It's time for the punting monologue quaddy. Bradley brought to you by Minter. Make a game of it. Yeah, the punting monologue quaddy. Making punters feel better about their failures every single week. We are currently zipped from two, the most consistent of segments we've got going. But, mate, you only got to hit once. So, no luck last week. I'm pretty sure you had the field in about three of the legs. So, what happened? <laughs> now we missed... Yeah, I think we missed legs uh, two and three, but... Oh, if only we got those, mate. <laughs> no, we, uh, we it started off well with a $10 winner, but um, uh, anyway, we anyway. just keep playing. You're not going to get the quaddy every week, but no. when, when you land it, you're going to get mate. a good return. It's wrapping so. tomorrow's fish now, so let's go straight to race seven. What have we got? What do we like this week? So it's actually a scratching from my initial selections, but we're just going to go with one and five. I did um, narrow it down to only a couple of chances. I was going to throw in the 14 as the unknown, given it's the Oof. first starter, but number one, bold but still, and number five, flattered. Loving it. One and five. Let's go to race eight. This is a bit of a tougher one. Yeah, and I've got a little bit wider. As for a really nice mare, um, probably the winner, but who knows you know, whether she's wound up first up. Um, hey, Magnero, packing up from last week. Morning and Glory's been flying, and number 11, Queen of the Ball, is a nice uh, mare on her day. Fantastic. Well, let's hope Saturday is her day, in particular race eight. Mate, race nine, you're, race nine rather, you are very bold on Mr. Brightside, so that's in there. And I think we need to start getting some value out of this, so I'm not going to let you put anything else in. 
in that league. Is that all right with you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. One out, Mr. Brightside. That's fine. <laughs> He's a class runner. You can blame me below the line, punters. Race 10. What are we doing? Throwing a blanket over him or just praying for your value bet? No, we're going a little bit wider here. Mm-hmm. We're going uh, number five, hip, hip, hurrah. Number seven, blank, the blank. Mm. Number eight, Estriella. Number 10, so glamorous. Number 12, oh, Amor, Sira. Hey, don't look at me. <laughs> I had to do half the bloody That's Japanese pretty... language over And over number 14, Vivanti. Let's fly through the card, mate. In race order, race two, number nine, Divine Purpose. Race three is your best. Get the big Posca pen out. That's number nine, another will. Race four, we're going to Southport Tycoon. Race four, number four. Race seven, the patented Benny Clifton, two horse play, the toppy Bold Bastille, and number five, Flattered. Race 10 is your best value. Just have a little bit on 14, Vivanti, and your big group one strategy is race nine, Mr. Brightside. The quaddy of fly through the numbers. Race seven, one and five, 14 is scratched, so don't you worry your pretty little heads about that. Race eight, four, nine, 10, and 11. Race nine, we're back in Mr. Brightside, so just number one. Then race 10, we're coming home with 5, 7, 8, 10, 12, 14. If you didn't get all that, stiff titties. Friday's play, 8 p.m., Canterbury, race 5. You're 100% Mr. Friday night. Let's go number 4, Unusual Legacy. That's enough for me, mate. So, what are your thoughts on the weekend? You confident? Yeah, confident. Plenty to back there. I think I really do think that Friday night bet is a really good one. Unusual legacy. That's a good way to kick off the weekend. And then, yeah, as I mentioned, another will. I think he's a horse who we're going to hear a lot about in the next few months. That is sensational stuff. Be sure to check out all the punting monologue quick links on the app. That's the Mintbet app. Make a game of it with Mintbet. Until next week, mate. There's only one thing for it. Good luck, punters. Good luck. Well, there you have it, folks. Another cracking episode of The Punting Monologue. Proudly brought to you by Mintbet. Make a game of it. Be sure to check us out on socials and head over to mintsports.com.au for the freshest entertainment in sports. Think, is this a bet you really want to place?